So tonight's Exploring Amuna Avad will be on the Inyan, the very important issue of Amuna, uh, in terms of uh, attitude in life. That whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, we have to believe is for the best. Sometimes things happen in life and they don't seem like they're for the best at all. They seem like pretty horrible or pretty rotten. Uh, part of emuna is believing that no matter what happens in life, we have to always be confident that this is the best way for things to happen. And this is, of course, uh, the famous uh, saying of Rabbi Akiva on the Gemara and Brachas, uh, that no matter what happens, while everyone else was in despair, he always was able to find uh, a way of justifying it. And in the end, of course, he was right. So the Pasuk says in this week's parsha of Zacharti, Esprisi Yaakov, Av Esprisi Yitzchak, Daf Esprisi Avram, Ezkar, that I will remember the covenant that I made with Yaakov, with Yitzchak, and with Avram. And this is all in the middle of the Teichacha. So, Yeshmi Shepirish, Shekavanes HaPasuk, Lechiach Esbnei Yisrael. Some learn that this Pasuk, being situated in the Teichacha, comes to teach us uh, to give us a Musar Shmuz, that despite the fact that you are from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, you still sinned. Meaning, etc., comes to say that, yeah, it's like one more nail in the coffin. Not only did you sin, but you sinned after being B'nai Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. You're B'nai Avram Yitzchak and you still sinned. And that's really like a, an Avla. However, Hagain Rabbi Yaakov Naiman Zatzal Dacha Besifrei Darchei Musar Pirushzat He rejects this. B'Taina Hashem Kain Lo Hayu Chazal Kailam Pasuk Zeh Beimsuke Hazachreinish Shabatvilas Musar Shor Shoshana. The only problem with that pshat is that this pasuk is not a negative pasuk. This pasuk is not a, a pasuk that has a bad connotation because, after all, it's included in the Psukim of Zachreinis. Every Rosh Hashanah, by the Musav Shman Esri, that really long Shman Esri, we have ten psukim of Malchias, psukim that are taken from Taranavim and Suvim, ten psukim of uh, Zechreinus, and ten psukim of Shifris. Now, in the psukim of Zechreinus, you'll find this pasuk, V'zacharti Esbrisiat Yaakov, it's mentioning Zechira, mentioning the Aves, and it's a beautiful pasuk. If we're mentioning in Rosh Hashanah, it doesn't have a negative connotation, says Rabbi Yaakov Neiman. So, we don't mention on Rosh Hashanah and our tefillahs before the Rabbi Yishlam anything negative. So if this is a pasuk not of negative, but a positive, this is a, a pasuk of, of nechama, of, of comforting, of solace, so then why would it be in the heart of the teichacha that is in this week's parsha? That's a very, very good question. And listen to the answer. The Torah is coming to teach us how HaKadosh Baruch Hu Deals with us. When we are visited, Rachmanu Lutzlan, by Tsaris, 
by tsaris, we have a lot of tsaris. There's uh, uh, bad stuff going on publicly. There's uh, pandemics in the world. There are people that are very sick in the world. Uh, there are people that are suffering. Rachman and Litzlan. There are many people that they abandon all hope. They lose all hope. They throw in the towel and they say, nah, it's over. It's over. They're very pessimistic. As if HaKadosh Baruch Hu has forsaken us. How could HaKadosh Baruch Hu do this? That's the first question that, that comes to mind. Whenever things bad happen, Whenever bad things happen, the first thing that we do is we blame Hashem. We say, How, where did Hashem disappear to? Why wasn't he here for me? I, I daven to him, and, I, and I'm close to him. I, do, I learn Tyra, I do mitzvahs, I'm a good guy. Like, what, why is he making me suffer? And we say, okay, he must be, either he, he forgot, forgot about me, or he hates me, or he, uh, you know, he likes everybody better. L'chein amr ha that's why the Torah in our parsha says, Even in the depths of the Teicha, the worst, most abominable circumstances humanly imaginable. will show us a sign. And, and that will be a message that there is going to be a, a limit to the Tzaras. Whatever we don't need to suffer, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will take away from us. So the sevel itself, all of the suffering that we're doing, all of the, uh, the bitterness in our life, that itself is a chesed and an ava. That's something that we often forget. We don't understand how bad things happen to good people. That's the age-old question that all tzaddikim, many tzaddikim were bothered by, including Meshur Rabbeinu. Tzaddik v'ralai rasha v'tayvlai. How is it possible that you see that tzaddikim have it so bad? There are tzaddikim that suffer, and then there are rishayim that seem to be thriving. They, they, everything is great for them. You see you know, rishayim, and they're living in these mansions, and they're having parties, and they're, uh, uh, they're making you know, billions of dollars on things. And, like, and then you see a, a tzaddik in Meisharim, and he's walking, and he's all sick, and his wife is uh, dying, and, it, and he has terrible yisurim, and he has no money. And, and you wonder, like, what, like is, maybe I'm on the wrong track. Maybe Hashem is actually rewarding rishayim. Maybe he likes rishayim better than tzaddikim. That's the obvious conclusion that a person sometimes could come to. But the truth of the matter is that the suffering that a tzaddik does and the suffering that Klai Yisrael does is really a chesed and an ava. That's where um, the Mechdem writes this about, to answer this question of tzaddik virala, he says, it's not such a question because HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wants to give us Elam Abba so he makes us suffer in this world, and that way, that atones for all Averis that we have. And Risham, they don't have Elam Abba, so they get whatever Elam Abba they're supposed to have. Any good that they may have done in this world, they get in this world. Tzadikim, their world is in the next world, so they suffer in this world so that they can get the next world. The, the problem that I always had with, with this Mechdem is that it's so Pashat 
that why was Meshra Avinu, why is that so easy for us to understand and for Abdesla to understand, and Meshra Avinu couldn't understand that it seems to be like such a, you know, an obvious way of thinking. So obviously there's a lot of different, um, there, there's, it's a much deeper question than just that, but at the end of the day, what we have to understand is that when we are visited by bad, either really bad or just minor bad or anything in between, it's a chesed and ava from Hashem. Hashem is doing, he has a reason. It's for the good. You just have to remember that. Nimtza efei shevizacharti esprisi hanizka b'seichatechacha mashmousai sheezkar eschem ve'eselachem taiveis k'dei shetavino shekalatecha hi l'taivlachem. Sometimes you're going to have in the middle of a lot of bad, you're going to have a little bit of good. HaKadosh Baruch is going to send you and I'm going to send you some good because I remember the bris of Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. I'm going to like throw you a bone as it were. I'm going to make things all of a sudden tolerable within the, within the terrible nightmare that you're going through. Something is going to be nice. There's going to be a, a silver lining in the cloud and from that you're going to remember even in the Teichacha that it's good, that there is good for you and that and that whatever you're going through is for the good. He brings something that we've learned earlier in the year. If you remember, we learned uh, a Sichas Musr about this. I think Hanukkah time we learned it. Hanhaga me'en yisurav. At the climax, at the zenith of his tsaris. Vitsari Velight. Hakarishparhu sends him a band of Ishmaelim, and what are they carrying of all things? Instead of the normal cargo that, that Arabs have, the normal thing, what do they deal in Arabs? Oil, petroleum. And it smells, it has a horrible odor. Instead, Yasef was taken down. He found the one caravan to be taken down to Mitzrayim, and they're actually carrying their cargo was what? Was spices, beautiful aroma. So the altar from Kalam said, How measured are these surim sent to person? That means that so that was a reminder to Yosef that things are not that bad. There's still a God in the world. Hashem still loves me. The Lashon of Chaim Shemlevitz, if you recall, was that HaKadosh sometimes sends us... Um, HaKadosh sometimes, in the Lashon of Chaim Shemlevitz, He sends us a kiss. Sometimes there are things that are, are very, very difficult, and even within the difficulty, we get a kiss. And we were, we're reminded that there's still Hashem. Hashem is still here. Sometimes um, you could do this yourself. You know, you just need eyes. You just need eyes that are observant eyes. And you'll see that even when you're going through a lot of bad in life, sometimes there's like all of a sudden like a good experience that you have. I don't know, just something goes your way. When everything else seems to be going lousy, all of a sudden there's something that like, I don't know, it might be that you bump into an old friend and you really need it, or, or a friend calls you, or, uh, I don't know, you, uh, 
you get sent a, a, a gift from something, from somewhere or other, and like just out of the blue, a very unexpected thing arrives, and you realize that it was Hashem who was sending you a message that don't despair, I still love you, I have your back, everything is good, but yeah, you're going through bad, but that also, the bad that I'm doing for you is also for your benefit. You don't see it right now because you're in it, but with the benefit of hindsight, you'll be able to see how whatever I'm doing to you now is actually for the good. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu very often sends little kisses and in a most subtle way. Sometimes you're going to miss it if you're not, if you're not looking for it, but you'll find messages and and affectionate little um, little things uh, whenever things are really bad. And that's really what the Teichacha is. The Teichacha is a horrible experience. But within the Teichacha, in the middle of the depths of the Teichacha, there's a Pasuk that reminds us that it's not all bad. It's not like a Kaddish Baruch Hu forsake, forsook us and that he's letting us, you know, and it's all Hefker, like whatever, we're just being, we're just completely being... Uh, you know, uh, we're suffering indiscriminately. Nothing is indiscriminate. Everything has a gavol. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does make us suffer, but there is a measure to that suffering. And sometimes we'll be able to uh, see that there's a borderline, and when we almost seem to be at wit's end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will swoop in and, and save us or send us a reminder that He still, he still loves us. B'derach zu bir ha'gayin a Gram ben Menachem Zatzal. Don't know exactly who this is. Es Asher Ir Levnei Yisrael Bevakasham Basar Bamidbar. When Kla Yisrael requested meat in the Midbar, we're getting up to the Psukim, to the Parshas of Bamidbar. It's very exciting. It's already those, um, the, the Psukim in Bamidbar. If you're not Maver Sedra, the rest of the Taira, you should be. But the Psukim in Bamidbar, when you have extra time because you're not. You don't have college, you don't have yeshiva, you don't have, you know, these are beautiful parshas. Every parsha, uh, there's so much depth to whether it's, uh, you know, especially the Kairach and Balak and so much, so many stories and so much. Uh, anyway, so one of the, uh, what Klai Yisrael asks for meat in the, in the desert, parshas Baal and it says, his kachul machar, and Rashi says, his minu atzmachem is prepare yourself. Brace yourself for pranas. I mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving like a warning that because you asked me for meat in the desert and Hashem felt that that was uncalled for because he was giving us the money, he was giving us so much other good stuff. So he said, prepare yourself for pranas. He, he did hit Kla Yisrael in a very grave way. So, Meaning that these these birds, this these quail that came, where did they fly to? They flew like exactly at body's length. They were they were they swooped down. You didn't have to go like this to chop a quail. You didn't have to bend down. It was mamish like at arm's length. You just had to go. Whoop! Oh, I got a I got a quail. That's what the pasuk seems to be saying. So he points out how amazing this is. 
Because of this matter of the quail, of the slav, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was geyser, destruction on many, many yidin. But that doesn't mean just because they're going to be punished doesn't mean they have to suffer extra. Everything is in measure. So HaKadosh Baruch says, yeah, okay, they asked for quail, I'm going to give them quail, but whoever eats the quail is going to die. But so that, does that mean that they also have to like, jump through hoops in order to get the quail? No, that wasn't, that, that's not part of the Gezerah. So HaKadosh Baruch made it very easy for them to get the, to get the slav. Even if it's that same thing that you were so angry about Hashem, you still didn't take it out on us. You gave that easy to us. When a person is visited by Yisurim, Hashem sends us suffering and problems. He tells him, this is for your own good. It doesn't mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hashkacha is gone. HaKadosh Baruch even when he seems like he's not, he's not into us, he doesn't care about us anymore, he still does care about us. A lot of times, uh, as parents, uh, sometimes a parent gets angry at a child. And you know, there's a, you know, a parent, I don't know if they, they still do this, but in the olden days when, as soon as, when a parent used to give a child like a, a patch or like a spank them or whatever, uh, what was the line? Do you remember the line that the parents always said? This, it hurts, it hurts me more than very good, excellent. It's only our generation. The later generation, you don't know that because nowadays you're not allowed to spank your kids. But when, when we got spanked in the olden days, the parent always said, this is hurting me more than you. Is hurting me more than you. It's such a funny thing to say. Well, you're hurting me more than you. Says, don't do it. Like, what? You know, what are you doing it for? If it's hurting you, I have a great eight of you. Don't do it. Stop. But the answer is that a parent sometimes needs to parent. A parent needs sometimes to to give musr and teichacha to a child. That's part of being a good parent. Today, you know, I'm not saying that it's a great thing that you know if it was. You know, if in the olden days parents were too rough with children, or abayim were you know were used to hit kids and whatever, it's very traumatic, and that that that's not what we're advocating for. But sometimes it's important for a parent to be a parent. So not everything is always you know lemon drops and you know sugar, and there's sometimes that a, that a child does something wrong, and you have to give the child musr. Sometimes uh, the best mashal is like when a, when a child's a little kid and he runs into the middle of the street, right? So then, you know, what does a parent have to do? A parent says, ah, oh, don't do that again. Like, what's, he's going to do it again. And the next time he might not be so lucky, so then you have to, then I think all, all psychologists, even the ones that are against hitting and whatever, I think even they'll be made that it doesn't, it's, it's a good idea to then give a patch. Right, so but why are you giving me a patch? Do you, you hate me? You, the, the child might look in it. No, I don't hate you. I love you. I'm not doing it because I, if I if I really hated you, I wouldn't do this, and I let you go into the street more, go play in traffic. It's great. The fact that I want you so badly to learn your lesson means that I love you, and because I love you, I'm giving you this patch. 
the Pasuk says, Ki asher, asher, asher Hashem yav, Hashem The people who Hashem love, those are the people that Hashem chooses to reprimand. You think HaKadosh Baruch Hu would waste his time with people that he could care less about? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends Yisurim to us, if he sends a Teichacha, if he sends horrible experiences, if he sends personal crises, personal tragedies, we shouldn't, t- obviously, the, the knee-jerk reaction is to say, Hashem hates me, Hashem forgot about me, Hashem doesn't like me, likes other people better, and, you know, why is he picking on me, and, and you know, where is he? He disappeared on me, like, well, I need him, I daven, nothing. But if we would really hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu clearer, we would hear him say that, I'm doing this because I love you. I don't want to do this to you. Kashbarhu isn't like a mean, evil, uh, you know, type of God that just uh, is vengeful in the sense that he just likes, you know, tormenting people. If he's sending us Yisurim and Tsaris, Emuna dictates that we have to accept it in the way that it's being given. And the way that it's being given from Akarishbarhu's perspective is with a tremendous amount of love and a tremendous amount of chesed. In this world, we can't see that because in this world, we like everything nice and smooth. And who doesn't? Nobody, nobody davens that put me into a terrible nisayin or a terrible yisurim. We're not, that's not what we are. We're, we, we all want a good life. We want a nice life. We want an easy life. We want all our grades to be A's. We want all our, you know, to, we want to be accepted in every camp and every yeshiva and every college and every graduate program. We want everything. Our, our whole life should be paved nice and smooth for us. And hopefully it is and it will. But, but when things are not that way, then we shouldn't suddenly sour on Hashem and say, oh, what? I thought you loved me. I thought HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending us things in, in these ways so that either in this world we should be protected. Sometimes it, the payoff is in this world already because we were, you know, we were going on a bad path and sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends us Yisurim to make us do tshuva. So, and, and, and that happens all the time. I mean, you speak to people all the time that go through terrible crises or they go, Rachman al-Sam, they're very sick. And you ask them, if you'd ask them, I mean, I don't know if you should ask them, but they'll volunteer, many of them, and say that I wouldn't change what happened to me for anything in the world. I wouldn't change whatever happened to me. I wouldn't. This is... Uh, you know, this is what made me me. I, I, the serum that I went through, the tsaras that I went through, are life-changing. They're life-altering. They are what creates a person. They, they make me tougher. They make me able to appreciate things more. person that was sick, let's say a person never gets sick in his life. He never comes to a near-death experience. So you think life is just forever and you don't appreciate anything. And then all of a sudden you realize that, oh my gosh, I came this close to death. I should stop and smell the flowers and I should, you know, enjoy my kids. I should appreciate uh, the Tyra more and I should enjoy, uh, you know, spending time with my wife and, and with my chaverim and, and, and say thank you with a real heart. It changes your life. It's a life-altering experience. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes in this world sends Yisurim to us and that itself is a chesed immediately, right now. And then, of course, there's, there are ways, like we said before, that by having Yisurim in this world, we're spared of a ton of Yisurim in the next world. You know, I don't remember exactly who it is, but the Bali Musr say that a little Yisurim in this world is a, is a ton of Yisurim in the next world. Meaning if a person, let's say, 
uh, gets a paper cut in this world. And it, it hurts. It's really annoying, a paper cut. A paper cut in this world is like, is like maybe 20 years of Gehenim in, in Eilam Amis. And if a person gets really sick in this world or, or gets into a major, you know, or, or, or goes through turmoil or has uh, issues with uh, whatever it may be, then that might be a, a thousand years of Ganem. For some reason, a little Yisurim in this world equal, it saves you from so much Gehenim, so much Yisurim in the next world. So you're upset, you got a paper cut and the whole day you're complaining, oh, my finger is killing, but you don't know the Hatava, the, the goodness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was doing by giving you that paper cut. And if that's for a paper cut, imagine bigger things. So what he's saying is that in the middle of the Taichacha, whenever we're going through our own real Taichacha or private Taichacha, personal Taichacha, we should always understand the Zacharias, Brisi Yaakov, HaKadosh has a little bit of a, he, he limits it. He shows us in the middle of the Taichacha how there's a gavol, there will be an end. I, will rem- I remember, and this zechira is a wonderful zechira. We mentioned it on Rosh Hashanah. That's how beautiful a zechira is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has love for us. The whole root, the whole core of the Teichacha stems from the love that he has from us. The zechira of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. That's what, that's what drives the whole Teichacha. Because Teichacha is not really a, uh, a horrible thing. Teichacha is in a sense a beautiful thing. It just has to be understood with the right hashkafa. You know, there's a one. I think it was the Balatanya. The Balatanya was the first uh, Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he he used to lay in the Teichacha uh, in his uh, in his shtibel, in his in his in his shul, and his son always was by the father's by, by the Teichacha, and. Uh, Whenever it was lame, and then one year he he couldn't be in 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 wherever wherever the Balatani lived at the time, Liadi or Lubavitch, wherever it was, I'm not sure. And and he was in a different city, and they started laying the Teichacha, and the Balatani's son was listening, and he fainted in the middle of the Teichacha. So they you know they they put some water on his face, they 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 patched him a little bit, they got up. And uh, so what, what happened? He says, well, I was listening to the Teichacha, and this is scary stuff. I, I got so frightened that I fainted. So he said, so is this like a minig, like an annual minig, like every year you faint by the Teichacha? He says, no, normally my father lanes the Teichacha. And when my father lanes the Teichacha, it doesn't sound like a Teichacha. It sounds like there's a beauty to it. It's like it, it, there's... When the Balatanya leaned it, it was like something that was glorious, the Teichacha. This is the first year that I heard it, and like, from, not from my father, and this Balkari just like was saying it like it was, he wasn't sugarcoating it, and, and so I fainted. And I always thought that this is like a, a great muscle of really what's going on. The Teichacha is only Teichacha if you, if you take things very literally and you don't see the beauty of it. If you're able to hear the Teichacha of life, all the Teichacha that we go through in our own lives, and hopefully it's not a lot, but if we have our, we all have, I think, our own mini Teichachas. If we don't, then God bless you. But everyone, I think, at one point or another in life has their own, their own challenges, and that's part of life. That's not avoidable. I can't avoid that. But the Teichacha is really, if you're understanding it in the proper way, it's a beautiful thing. It means HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is worried about us. 
Well, that's, that's some way of worrying about me. Like, it's like the father that's about to hit his son. And he said, like, don't worry, you know, it's going to hurt me more than you. Then don't do it. I have to do it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to be your parent. I'm trying to teach you right from wrong. I'm trying to help you. But you have to hear it that way. You have to hear it in a beautiful way. And when you hear the Taycha in a beautiful way and you understand that kol ma David rachman al-tabavid, that's the Taycha. The Taycha is not meant to frighten people. It's meant to remind people that sometimes we go off course and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to, has to do this, but I'll always remember who you are. I know that you're my child. I know that I love you. You should know that I love you. And I'm doing this for you. I'm doing it for your own good in this world and the next world. And the Raya Ladavar at the very time that he's giving us his surim, he's worrying about the pratim, the specifics, not to overdo it and to give us exactly what we need, but not a, not a little bit more than that. And that's the chance. Sometimes, personally, like, you know, if I'm going through a hard time, and I'm really like, I'm at, you know, I'm like, I'm like hitting a brick wall. And I like, I'm not, I say to the Rabbi Hashem, I say to him, I say, Hashem, I need a kiss right now. I could use a kiss right now because things are not easy. And Kimat always, I know it's a funny thing to say, maybe I shouldn't be revealing this, but Kimat always, there's something that happens within a short amount of time that shows me that, you know, that he's here, that he's not, he didn't forget about me. There is, there's a reason for it. Some, I get a, a nice text, a nice email, a nice this, a, you know, something is there to remind me that things are, are still good. Even with all, within all the bad, things are still good. And we all have this, we just have to open our eyes and think about it and see things for what they are and not like, not ignore those little kisses because those kisses are going to get us through the hard times and they'll make us realize that the hard times are really for our own amazing benefit.